just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. I'm Randy Robinson, and I'm excited to talk to Ann Nielsen again. She is the painter of angels, beautiful paintings of angels. You've probably seen, if you haven't, you're, you, you should check them out. You would really enjoy them. And uh, in fact, we, you know, we had one of her paintings, uh, I think it's still down there, on uh, the set when Sheila Walsh was here. Uh, and it just, it just, it's, they're beautiful paintings. But Anne recently wrote a book. It is available now uh, where she talks about her life. And she really opens up about some difficulties that she's had. Uh, and, and it's encouraging, I think, because sometimes we think people that have had a lot of success you know, they've just had a, a great, easy life. Not true. She's faced some <laughs> hardship, some really difficult things. And it's encouraging because no matter where you're at, uh, I, I think you can find some hope and encouragement. God has a plan for your life, uh, and it's a good one. And great to have you. Good to see you again. Oh, Randy, it's so good to be here. Um, it's good to see you. <laughs> um, I'm excited to share the journey or parts of the journey. Um and, you know, I think that that's the, the opening question is why did you decide to, to really open up like this? Because you really get into some, some deep and difficult things, and I know that's not easy. Well, like you said, you know, they look at all the beautiful things, and I really want them to see the true me. And I, I want to read this quote, um, and it's in my book in the first chapter. It says, it is hard to render an honest self-portrait if we want to conceal what is unattractive and hide what is broken. Hmm. We want to appear beautiful, but when we do this, we hide what needs redemption, what we trust Christ to redeem, and everything redeemed by Christ is beautiful. And um, early on, you know, the, I, I do paint angels. I paint to praise music. It's my kind of time of worship and just allowing the Holy Spirit to flow out on, you know, through me onto the blank canvas and painted my first angel 20 years ago and it took off. I mean, it was just, it was amazing what God did through this dream and this hobby and this, you know, just this gift that I believe he gave me. And, um, and people were seeing, you know, all the divine appointments, the successes. And I got, I had to say, you know, there's, there's so much more depth to this story. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to write this, the brushstrokes of life. I really believe that everybody has something. Um, they all have a story that God can um, redeem and heal and guide. And um, so, yeah, it's, uh, so, it's been a journey. Yeah. So and let me, that's the title, the brushstrokes of life. I mean, makes sense since you're an artist but mm -hmm. i can't help but wonder if if there's some analogy in the idea of a brush stroke in that um i mean is 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 there purpose behind every stroke or sometimes do things get woven in that weren't necessarily planned what's what's what are you communicating with the idea of a brush stroke well and i i on every painting i have this um little you know my kind of the life that you know 
the Angel series began as sketches, you know, that evolved onto canvas. And much like our lives, which start out as a blank canvas, um, God adds that color and that texture. And through trials and tribulations, you know, as we look back on our life, we can see a beautiful masterpiece um, that he has created in us. So I, I love I don't know. I'm just such a visual person. And even in the hardest parts of my life, the hardest parts, um, I know that he was adding color or he was adding that layer of, you know, texture so that when I came out of that, I could look back and say, wow, I mean, he truly is the master artist. He created me fearfully and wonderfully made. He has a plan for my life no matter what. Um, and that plan is to prosper and give me hope and a future. So I, ha I have a, a question. I have a, this is this is speculation on my part. Both my daughters are artists. And so I've oh, seen a little, a little bit of this. But sometimes early in the painting, you can't really tell what it is. Exactly. Is, is that true? Was that true in your life? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, it's interesting because when I... Um, start out with my my painting process it's always a, a white canvas and then i add a layer of it's i call it it's burnt umber but it's dark it's like a, a dark brown mm. and then from that i add that color mm. and it's like the figures the angels kind of come to life and so it's interesting because i do think that you know there was a lot of um just brokenness in my life. Um, I knew as a young child that I wanted to be an artist. Eighth, you know, I was eight years old, third grade, wrote a paper. What do you want to be when you grow up? Highlighted was I want to be an artist. Um, fast forward, I made a D minus in 10th grade art. I was not the greatest student. I flunked out of college. Um, but God has a different, I mean, he had a different plan for my life. Did you color outside the lines? Was that you? Is that why you didn't do I did. Well I did color outside the lines. <laughs> Tenth grade. I, you know, I can remember that class like it was yesterday. And um, I don't know what or why I got that D minus, but I was probably expressing myself in other ways. And so, yeah. yes. It, well, and so what that says to me <laughs> is that sometimes when we don't fit the expectations of others, Right. It it may be. I think you just have to ask the questions. Uh, you know, does does God have a little different plan for me? Because you know, the the, the beauty of of your art, and I think a of a lot of our lives, is that they 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 go outside the lines. And right. when God is painting that masterpiece, it's it's okay. It is okay, and I love that just analogy. You know, we don't. I don't want to be. You know kind of labeled into a box mm. or, and I tell myself and my team, when we have open hands, everybody's been given something, something's in your hand. And, you know, whether it's a gift God has given you or a talent or, you know, whatever it is, even just being a mom, we have got to surrender. We have to open those hands, surrendered hands and a surrendered heart and, you know, give that back to God. And then we just, sit back and, you know, a lot of prayer and a lot of trusting and see what he has um, in store for us. So open hands, open heart, trust him always. 
you um, you write about some mistakes, some regrets. Um, what role did those play, and how have you come to a place of peace with some of those? Gosh, I um, and you'll read in my book. I, you know, I. Well, let's back up to that little girl. You know, I had such an an incredible experience with God as a little girl and my parents, I, I, my parents divorced when I was young. It was a rocky family life. And I can remember, I don't know how old I was, seven, eight, um, but I had an experience with Jesus that I knew he was real. I knew God was real and I wanted to do good and be good. And that was all on me. I, I it wasn't the relation. I didn't know really that you had to have a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus so as I got older, that do good, be good mentality and trying to control, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is the way I'm going to do it. Um, really didn't do go so well for me. Um, I wanted to be a virgin when I got married. That didn't happen. And you'll find out in the book that I did get pregnant at 22. And I went down that slippery slope of, you know, making the decision to have an abortion. And Mm -hmm. it devastated me because I wanted to have a family. I wanted to, you know, be married with lots of children, which God did bless me with. And um, I want to read this too. I read this on the show. Mm -hmm. But this was so powerful for me because I went through a lot of uh, prayer counseling after I'd made that decision. Again, surrendering, trusting, believing, and really letting go of that guilt and that shame, mm-hmm. because that can be gripping. Oh, yeah. if, if you carry that guilt and that shame throughout your life, that can just be a snowball effect for some not really so great things. Mm-hmm. But my mom wrote a beautiful handbook for praying God's word, scriptures, and this was in her book about freedom from guilt. And she goes on to write, uh, guilt destroys the soul for it completely negates my covenant with the people, God's covenant. I died on the cross for your sins and your guilt. Remember the scripture, I will acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I will not hide. I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and the Lord will forgive the guilt of my sin. That's Psalm 32, five. That is exactly what I do when you confess me as the Son of God. If you truly accept me in my word and repent, you will know that and be free of all sin and guilt. You will listen to me. You will follow my words. Those words spoken to you in quiet moments, my words spoken to you through the scriptures. You will hold fast to those words and nothing will cause you to doubt. And this is what I love about this little paragraph. Doubt brings distrust. Distrust brings anguish. Anguish brings fear. And sometimes we're all gripped by fear. Mm -hmm. Fear brings separation. Separation brings sin. Sin brings guilt. And that guilt brings sickness to the mind, body, and soul. Satan is the author of sin, guilt, and death. I, the Lord, am the author of life. Mm. Choose life, my child. Mm. And I just love that. I mean, we really, I, me personally, went through a lot of counseling and a lot of forgiveness of me, myself, forgiveness of my choices, and went through my 20s 
still kind of, you know, control was my middle name, I will admit. I mean, I was controlling the way I was, you know, living my life and trying to be an artist and, you know, all that stuff. And April of 1993, I fell flat on my face in my bedroom and surrendered it all to him, truly just surrendered everything mm. my past my mistakes my control and i'll never forget that day it was like the sun the really the beams of the sun were flooding into that room as the sun jesus was flooding into my heart mm. and that peace that passes all understanding just washed over me and i knew at that moment okay let's do this lord so it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a journey. Yeah. And so have you have you put much sort of analysis in, into the control that you're talking about versus the self-control, which is a fruit of the spirit? Right. To, to differentiate kind of what was off there? Well, the control was like, I'm just, you know, I would get up in the morning and I would, you know, do my little devotional, but then I'd go on about my day and control it like I had never, you know. <laughs> okay. It was like yeah. a one-and-done thing, and then I'd go do my life the way I wanted to do my so, life. So kind of a disconnect, right? Between, it was a disconnect, yeah. and I really feel like now, and I try to tell people that say, oh, gosh, you're so religious, you're so religious. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all about a relationship, mm. and it's not a relationship that – you know, 7 a.m. in the morning for 10 minutes, it's throughout the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, 24-7. And um, I love this. There's Mark Batterson. Have, you know Mark Batterson. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And he's got the Draw the Circle, the 40-Day Prayer Challenge. And day one is get ready. Get ready. Mm -hmm. And he talks about Cornelius in Acts chapter 10, verse 2. And all, is, all it says is, he prayed regularly and it doesn't tell you how or when or where, or, you know, how he prayed. It just says he prayed regularly. And that is me. It's, you know, 24 seven in the grocery aisle, in the shower, you know, with my employees, it's just praying regularly to God. And when you do that, you're going to see God intervene in your life and do all these crazy things, which he's done in my life. <laughs> and, um, and so it's that relationship and just really being connected, um, to the living Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I, I do think that's God's ultimate goal, really. It's the yes. restoration of the relationship in the garden, you know. If yes. You know. Uh, and, and that sometimes, he, you know, I think he allows, I don't know, I don't, well, I'm not going to say he causes, though, I mean, I could see that side of some of the argument, but I think he allows some difficulty yeah. to push us back towards that relationship where there is life, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, this is the book. Mm. It's The Brushstrokes of Life by Ann Nielsen, available wherever you get books. You can also go to her website at uh, annnielsenhome.com, uh, and there's some links there as well as some lots of other good goodies for you there, so check that out. I have, I, I have, you know me, I like, <laughs> the hard questions I think are sometimes where we get the best answers. Uh, and, and I'm curious because... In the, in the church where we take a strong stance against abortion, we often mm -hmm. overlook those women who have had an abortion that are now in mm -hmm. the church. And, mm -hmm. you know, if I get up and I confess 
you know, I've I've had pride. People are like, oh yeah, thank you for confessing, and, and then we move on. Or yeah. you know, I'm struggling with lust. Oh, let's pray. Let's get counsel. Okay, and you move on. Yeah. But there seems to be, and I don't think it's intentional in most circles, a little bit of a scarlet letter. Uh, yeah. On someone who has had an, an abortion, did you mm-hmm. did you face any of this in the church? Well, I really haven't been very public about it. Mm. So I, mm. you know, I, I was, I kept it very private, mm-hmm. I guess, throughout my, you know, I did share it with my husband early on and I had a very, very powerful experience. I don't know if I shared this on air, but was in a prayer group and, um, this was many years ago, probably 20 years ago. And, um, we, there was a small group of us and we were praying. And as I was praying from my feet to the, my lips, then my entire body went numb and the Lord and I, I was frozen. I mean, I was completely numb and the Lord gave me this vision of an abortion. Mm. And I said, Lord, you know, in my mind, I'm like, we've, we've gone through this. I've gone through healing and my hands kind of, turned out into my little group and one by one people started falling on their faces Mm. and confessing their abortion and Mm. as they did the the paralysis kind of started leaving my body and 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 that was yeah i just i mean there's freedom Mm -hmm. when you can do that and I don't know. I haven't. I mean, the book just came out, <laughs> you know, and I've had some really beautiful stories of women reaching out to me, sharing their story. Yeah. And so I think that, I don't know, again, it goes back to that Russ Ramsey thing. You know, we want to appear, appear beautiful and we want to just hide all that. But yet Christ wants to redeem all that. Right. And so when we share and that I hope brings healing in the churches, mm-hmm. in our communities, mm-hmm. throughout, so that you know people can be healed yes. from this. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And you know, deep hurt requires deep healing. And, exactly. And, and the, you know, the scripture that says, "Confess your sins one to another." It doesn't say so that you may be forgiven. We confess our sins to God so that we're forgiven. It says, right. so that you may be healed. Yeah. And and I think, and what, what you're doing um, by talking about this, uh, you're, you're really exposing the enemy's lie that there's still some things. I know God yeah. forgives, but there's still some yeah. things that, that can't keep be Keep that redeemed. hidden. Yeah, keep exactly. it Exactly. And, and yes. the beauty is that, that shining the light on it, it shines the power of God's forgiveness because God. there is nothing that he cannot forgive and redeem Amen. and make all Amen. things, even the most difficult and painful and the hidden things turn yes. into something good. And that's what you're, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Well, he gets all the glory for that. And I just yeah. pray for, you know, the women that have, and you know, they have such a guilt. I mean, back yeah. to that, that, you know, prayer, yeah. I pray that they, you know, find redemption, that they find healing and that, you know, the lies are exposed mm-hmm. um, because God does redeem and restore. And so, yeah, that is, 
That is why, I mean, there, there are more reasons why I wrote this book. I mean, because it, it has been a beautiful journey mm-hmm. of being able to paint, and it's become a ministry. And God's got, you know, my favorite verse is Ephesians 3.20, that he will do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it easy? No. I'm dealing with a, a massive leak in my um, gallery <laughs> oh, today no. as, you know, oh, as soon no. as we hang out. Yeah. So, but I got to just trust that, you know, he is, he is even in the messy parts of our lives. Yeah. 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 And you know, one thing in the book, cause I've read through quite a bit of it. Um, you, you're a fun storyteller and you <laughs> really have some great stories about just some fun and beautiful encounters. Uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'll pick this interview up just a little bit. Um, <laughs> did, tell me one of the stories that you just enjoy telling because it's just, it's, it's lighter, obviously, but there's also significance in it. And I think it illustrates how your willingness to, to share the, the painful and the deep parts um, frees you up to enjoy, just enjoy life so much more. Or is, is there any story yeah. that comes to mind? Oh, gosh. Well, what story do you want to hear? <laughs> there's there, so many. There are good, so many. <laughs> there's, there's so many divine appointments. And, um, Oh, gosh. Well, I'll tell you one of my favorites. And I don't know if your listeners have read this book or not, but same kind of different as me. It's about an international art dealer Mm -hmm. and a homeless man. And way back when, and still today, my heartbeat of the reason of why I paint is so that I can give back. And I was doing these art shows and giving back to the homeless here in Charlotte, our community. And a friend of mine, delivered the book to my doorstep and said, you've got to read this book. You know, Ron Hall is an incredible art dealer, which he was. He sells Picassos and, Mm. you know, Rimwas, everything. I mean, you know, he's that kind of art dealer. And he saw one of my little angels and just said, oh, my gosh, that moves me. So, of course, I'm going to read the book. (laughs) And I read the book. And um, actually, I was my husband and I were coming home from a trip and I started the book and it was like, it was just so captivating. And my husband looks over and says, are you going to talk to me? We've got five hours. I said, this is the best book. <laughs> and so I said, well, I'm, I'll, I'll read it out loud. So for five and a half hours, I was a human book on tape <laughs> and I get home and I paint a painting for Ron Hall, sent the art dealer, send it off to him. Two weeks later, I get a phone call it's Ron Hall. We had a two-hour conversation, and um, we met about a month later, and um, and I got to meet Denver Moore, who was the yeah. homeless man. We did a, a fundraiser with them, and Ron and Clark and I, my husband, were going to an event, and I just said, Ron, what was the latest painting you sold, and how much you'd sell it for? And he said, well, it was about this big. You know, he kind of held his hands up. He said, it was a Remington. And I sold it for seven and a half million dollars. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Ron, we could change the world with that. And my husband leans over and said, honey, that artist is deceased. I need you to stick around. (laughs) So um, because of Ron, I, you know, I kind of took a leap of faith. We had gone to um, some art shows down in Miami and the art was selling for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Mm. 
And I thought, I'm out of this world. I mean, the, the art is shocking. And here I am trying to paint angels. And <laughs> um, But I came back from that and had a little nudge from the Lord that said, I want you to be a light in this world through art. And so I took a leap of faith and opened an art gallery. A, a lot of people think it's only my art. We represent about 60 artists all over the world. Mm. It's beautiful. It's where I have my leak right now. God's going to do immeasurably more there. <laughs> but um, but there's just so many incredible stories like that. And um, before Ron had called me, I had painted a painting for Oprah Winfrey. And there's a long story. You'll have to read about it in the book. But one night at 820, um, I get a phone call. And I said, hello. And she said, is Anne there? I said, this is Anne. She said, well, this is Oprah Winfrey. I was like, oh, Oprah, <laughs> just want to go have coffee with you. And I've not yet had my cup of coffee with Oprah, but one day I will. Anyway, that's a whole long story. But he just, he, God just has set my feet on this path. It has turned into a ministry. Mm. Again, when I just open my hands and open my heart and just say, okay, Lord, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Guide my steps today. He does more than I could ever ask or imagine. And, and you know, I think that's the bottom line right there is that when you surrender it all, he does amazing yes. things. And it may not be as visible yes. as what you've got. You know, it may not be Oprah calling you, but it may yeah. be the transformation of a loved one, you know. Uh, yes. And, and you oh, yeah. Just never know. Um, God can do so much more than we can imagine. I appreciate you sharing. Uh, last question for you. Uh, what, what's next? What are you working on? Can you give us a little sneak peek of, of what's <gasps> coming from Ann Nielsen? Oh my gosh. We've got so many fun, exciting things. Um, so I do have, and this was, it's been two years in the making. And when my um, publisher and my agent called two years ago. They said, are you sitting down? And I said, I am. And they said, Zondervan wants to put your angels on some Bibles. Mm. And I just started weeping because God's word for me is, 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 it is what I sink my feet and my heart and my, you know, his word is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. It is our weapon in this world. And um, so we've got two Bibles coming out in October of 2024 and very excited about that. And then nice. we have a, anybody that has littles, we have a little baby line coming out with some angels and other little artwork, but so yeah, we're just busy working and love it, love it. That's beautiful. Yeah, and, and it's I, been fun. It is fun, and and it's it's just really cool to see what God does with a surrendered life and with the talent that He put in you that He's bringing out of you. And He that's just just what a good God, right? Thank you, Anne. A good God, good God. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing today. Is there oh, any, anything I, anything I missed? Did, did I miss anything? No, I just, you know, and I want to encourage people that, you know, um, I just remember pray without ceasing mm. for anything, mm. everything, anything and everything, your family, your friends, the, you know, ladies, the, you know, the checkout ladies at the grocery store. I just want to encourage you right where you are just yeah. to, yeah, 
Surrender, trust, and pray without ceasing. Yep. Yep. That, that's it. We're here to touch whoever God puts in our lives. Yes. And, and yes. You do that yes. and continue to do that. And, uh, well, it's just beautiful. Thanks again. I appreciate oh. you. Yeah, it's good to see you. Oh. I'm so glad this worked out today. <laughs> yeah, we we had one attempted interview where yes. uh, technical things kept us from, so, yes. so she's back. Yes. And she was on the broadcast show. You can see all those broadcast shows at yes. lifetoday.org. And do check yes. out Ann's website, annnielsenhome.com. Uh, and, of course, the book is available wherever you get books. It's Brushstrokes of Life. It's a beautiful book. Thank you, Ann. Thank you all for watching. Come back. We've got more for you here on Life Today Live. Just thrills me to know that God I serve, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, loves you so very much. And if Jesus loves you so very much, surely you are ready now to believe him, to receive him, and to receive the healing from body, mind, and soul.